Anyways, yeah, Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy fucking story. I, uh, I'm drinking a new beer right now. It's a new Sam Adams one. It's a in... Lil Wayne Sam Adams one. No, it's oh. called the Golden Goat, baby. <laughs> oh, Little God. Wayne's like a goat. Is I don't know, Brady. I don't know. My mom just got it. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's new. It probably is though, because they do something for everything like local. Like they'll do. They do like a marathon one that they only sell the day of the marathon, and they uh, yeah. it's Drinking. not too bad. It just tastes like a Bud Light, to be honest. Water. It's like a five percent Bud Light instead of like four point two. Oh really? See, I like some. The I like the Boston Lager from St. Adams is good. Ah, uh, so uh, it's a. I like how they've now gone back to putting the Boston Lager in their variety packs because forever they were doing the uh, the Sam Seventy Six, which is that like. Yeah, like they sold that the Red beer. Sox games for a while. It's, it's like supposedly like one of their more popular ones. But I, re- I tell my uncle all the time, I refuse to believe it because I do not like it at all. And uh, I mean, like it's fine. It's just yeah. it's not something like if I had like the choice of ten beers, I would get a Sam Seventy Six. Yeah, it, it that was the one that like when we got like a bunch of variety packs for parties when I was in college. Like we, I those are the ones that would go back to school and I dish out to the guys at school. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, they'll drink Yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is there a noticeable difference between 4.2% alcohol and, like, 5%? Can you taste no, it? No, no, no. It's just, like, it's, nah. Because you can taste the difference between, like, an IPA versus. Oh, like yeah. Alcohol, so. And, like, you can taste, like, a like a regular stout versus, like, a Imperial stout, whereas Imperial stout is, like, 12%. It just tastes like a glass of wine. Oh. But, uh. But not, not like that little bit. No, not, I don't think I've ever noticed. I don't know about you, Jared. I've never noticed anything serious between like a 0.8% liquor. No, like not like 4.2 and 5%, but like I do think there's a difference between how buzz you get from 6% beer. Like oh, I used yeah. to get the Bud Light Platinums, which are they, maybe it's like a little more than 6%. Honestly, I always kind of felt like that was kind of a conservative estimate, but there's definitely a huge difference between like 5% beers and 8% beers. Oh, like oh. The, the, yeah. You know what I will say, though, is I think there's a difference between five and, like, the upper fives. Like, anything over, like, like 5.5. That's when I start seeing, like, noticing where, like, I'm not just, like, sip. Like, no, you're not just, like, sessioning beers. Like, you're not just, like, having. Like, you start pounding a few. You're getting getting drunk when you're, like, you have anything over 5.5, I think. Um, Yeah. But, uh. I don't know. Like I've been, I've been trying to try things here and there. We we started with some margaritas tonight because my mom made some unbelievable fajitas this evening. Um, the only regret is that we don't have like a pan to put it in, just for us to hear the tss. like. <laughs> I I can't wait for the time that you come on here and you're like, man, I had some pretty good alcohol, but my mom made some absolute piece of shit guacamole. Imagine. And maybe you want to vomit, and you're just like, mom, don't <laughs> listen to this, but you are a terrible actor. That would never happen. My mom is an unbelievable cook. But uh, isn't it? Like, nothing's better than when you're like Chili's and somebody walks, like somebody orders the, fajita, the fajitas and like the whole restaurant has to take a quick second to just like turn around 
because <laughs> they hear that as somebody walks by. Fajitas, like, yeah. I, I don't mind them, but fajitas is not, not like my favorite uh, like Mexican dish by any means. Like, I, I probably almost get like any other thing besides, not that they're bad, but like mm. fajita, like fajita chicken is just like anything else, but like fajita steak. And it's just, mm. I also, this is like a, not even a controversial thing, but I've been disagreed with on this many times. I don't like that you have to assemble. I was fajita. just about to say I that. I was going to say that the, I think the downside of fajitas in the restaurant is they make you do it yourself. <laughs> it's like, you, this is basically me making a taco at home. Do yeah. you think that, do you think that fajitas is kind of the, the Mexican equivalent to hibachi? Where it's just like the experience is better than the taste. No, but hibachi, they still prepare it for you. You still get a plate full of... Yeah, but you get to participate in all the stupid, like, oh, open your mouth and back up. <laughs> no, the answer to that question right. is no. Hibachi is worse. I've never been to hibachi, nor do I <laughs> nor do I ever want to go to one. I love... Exactly. So how do you better. know? Uh, well, because I've seen people's awful experiences that they, for some reason, think they're having fun in. Where it's like, oh my God, he squirted the grill with oil. Whoa. It's like... <laughs> All right, man. Can I just have my food oh. and a drink? Like sometimes they squirt the peanut oil too. James is a big. Uh, are you like a peanut oil in the mouth guy? Like you just get the arms back. I remember when right. I first tasted <laughs> that. I was like, this just tastes like thick water. I don't know. It's just oil. Would... Yeah, it's gross. It, it, I guess if you want to do it once for the experience, I personally don't. Only issue but... with like, I actually like it. I've only been once, but it, like it was fun. Mm-hmm. But like. The only thing is you leave and you just smell like hibachi because you've been sitting in front of a grill for two hours. <laughs> like I would much rather just go over Chinese and drinks with some friends and have a bunch of appetizers and food and they just bring it out to you and it's already cooked. You don't have to watch the guy set it ablaze, you know. I, for freaking I saw months. a tweet today and someone was like, Yo, uh, y'all ever see a Chinese food like advertisement? And then someone I know like quoted it and was like, they speak for themselves. Like they've got the same menus from 1950. They have no reason to do anything. You know exactly Damn what trade. you're getting. <laughs> it's been too long. I, I should get Chinese food this weekend. That sounds I was good. just thinking we had such a good you. time. I want to like. I'm so excited to go back again together. Like I know, our I listeners, the three of us finally had it. Like the night we were gonna try to do a, a live show, for, a love show. I'm sorry uh, for you guys. You. Um, like we had an <laughs> unbelievable evening. Just we like, were going to talk about the Chinese food experience on that show. That was one of my first notes was Chinese food success because it was it, just a, a great Oh, idea. it was perfect. Oh. Was that the first time we ever sat down and had like a like a Chinese dinner with each other in a I restaurant? Mean, you and I have had like sushi. I'm sure me and Ethan have, but maybe. I don't know. I, I think we've we all have. like done it individually, but never the three yeah. of us. Like James and I have been to Sakura a couple times and like Jarrett and mm-hmm. I have been out to eat. Like, I feel like the three of us have just, like, never done that before. Because <laughs> I feel like adding one more person, we're like, ah, we might as well just, just order out. This is, this is too much. Yeah. But it was fun. That restaurant was unbelievable. When yeah. that dude brought out the gong for someone's birthday, and, like, we just looked at each other, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? And then finally, like, they started singing happy birthday, and we're like, oh, Okay. <laughs> That was incredible. And the Chinese food drinks are just all oh, on my and, side. And, that was and it, that was it's even better because because Kendra offered to drive us, which was such a such a clutch, clutch. move. Like when you can just go and have a few like two to three Chinese food liqueur drinks and not be worried about driving home after it is splendid. Splendid. It was they were delicious. That Mai Tai and the uh the like the nice like whiskey glass they gave it in. Oh my god, what an unbelievable. You didn't you didn't experience. have the Mai Tai, right? I did both. Okay. I did a, I did a scorpion bowl and a mai tai. 
No, no, I, I know you did. I don't think Jared had the Mai Tais. No, I've, I've had the Mai Tais plenty of times there. They're very good. I do, I do think the Scorpion Bowl is the best bang for your buck, though. I just There's something about a Scorpion Bowl that's so classic. I think mm-hmm. also my parents have told me many times that I was conceived after a Scorpion Bowl. That was kind of the thing that, that set it in motion. So I think that I have like a natural genetic disposition to loving. They, they basically are the reason why I'm alive today. Wow. I need a trigger warning. No, that's no trigger warning. That you know what? that needs a that needs a blessing warning. <laughs> that's a, that's a great that. segue, James. I, I'm just gonna, just gonna get to. I can't stuff believe this upset you that much because we can finally move on. I want to tell you exactly how much this upset me. Now, I want to <laughs> disclaim this. I want to disclaim this. I, I'm disclaiming this by saying that I am in no means when it comes to big things. Like I, I always say, like if Kendra like crashed my car, like I think that my reaction would actually be like very calm. Like when big things happen, oh, I'm yeah. like, okay. It's fine. Like, we'll figure it out. We'll get through it. Like, I'm, I'm cool under pressure. But when something small happens that bothers me, I become an absolute psychopath. And I'm, I'm admitting this. It's, it's, it's top of my list in therapy when I get there. But the, when, so I was already so pissed off that just, just from, you know, four days prior that Ethan cut off my butt story after queuing me up. So first, you queued me up for it, which is mm-hmm. fine. It's kind of putting me on the spot, but whatever. You were, you were trying to do your host thing. I understand it was our first show back in a while, whatever. And then I get halfway through. I don't even get to any of the bad parts that make people have sympathy for me. And you fucking cut me off. And I already yeah. bitched about that, so I'll keep it short now. Mm-hmm. But then I listen back to it, and I get to the trigger warning, which, in hindsight, is fine. Squeamish friends. We named the episode after you. It's, it's all right. But. I just listened to it and it was like 30 seconds too long for me. I was like, all right, trigger warning. I'm going to say, talk about my butt. And then you were like, yeah, this is pretty, I thought you were like, it was like a trigger warning for like a, like a 30 minute description of WW two nurses footage. Like I've never, I've never done one before. I thought I'm going to tell you they were longer. So that was the shortest one I've done. But (laughs) I was so, so admitting that that is an irrational thing to get upset about. I was so mad that I was going to be like, I'm quitting the podcast. Like, I'm just going to, I'm done. I'm just going to, wow. I'm just going to, I was going to blow it really up. the line? Or I, I wasn't, I wasn't really ever going to do it. But it did cross <laughs> my mind several times. I was like, I'm so mad about this trigger warning. I'm just going to be like, I'm taking another two weeks off the podcast. I, I like, I like to think that he, he just typed this really long ass message and just deleted it after. Like, he took a minute. <laughs> Explaining it like made his me leave. so mad, and honestly, the reason why the, the the episode is two days late being posted was because I started listening to it, and I just stopped. I was like, "I'm not listening to this. I'm mad at it." So, like two days later, I was like, "All right, I'm." I'm, I'm and back. like the and worst and part, I'm, I'm admitting that this is irrational. By oh the no, no, I'm not, the, the, not pretending. The funniest part is like I knew you're gonna be mad at it. That's why I was like. And I'm sure Jarrett will uh, rope off these timestamps for us like he always does. And I, I was like, like, what are what are we doing? Fuck, this is just Kayla. Kayla and, and my brother were talking to here. But with, and <laughs> I know there's other people. And, you know, even like you said, some some people you work with listen to it. It's 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 proper etiquette. But also at the same time, if I was really, and this is where I kind of cooled the jets a little bit. But if I was really going to go into the argument like I sometimes do, mm-hmm. I feel like there are at least 10 things more graphic that we've discussed in the program that did not have trigger warning agreed i'm just like i think i was like i think i just realized in the last show i was like hmm, you are the person that my rant was targeted toward you are prejudiced towards butt cysts you are the reason why people like me struggle you're 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 Mm -hmm. that guy that is my project manager that's like hey man i know you got a butt cyst but like you can't can't hop on this meeting don't tell me about it a minute 30 seconds yeah 
And then when you then you what you gotta say like oh no it's real bad I'm like oh 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 oh, oh. keep it to yourself buddy like I don't oh, 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 I don't need to know this stuff like no, it, it, and I was glad that in the moment I was able to move on in the episode but you can hear like the first twenty minutes I'm just being a miserable bitch which is which is funny in hindsight to listen to because it's so stupid but no no yeah, I'm a crazy person next time and I I hope our listeners hold me to this the next time I cut you off and we all know the real reason why I was hosting. Um, but, and it, yeah, it will say it was our break, but like next time I cut you off, like I deserve the, the vitriol. Hey, I did. We'll I did. Yeah, I, 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 I gave it with you in the moment and that, that helped me move on. Cause it's happened many times in an episode where something's bothered me and I'm like, I'm just going to move on from it. And then three nope. minutes later, I'm like, nope, I can't do it. So I'm going to bring it back up like three minutes after the fact. Cause it's just, you know, what's funny. I, I'm rambling a little, but no, no, no. I, it's at work the other day, I was, I actually had like a nice, like heart to heart with one of the, like the team leader on my team. I'm just like, it's weird. Like when everything goes well, I'm like the nicest person to get along with. Like I crack jokes, like very personable talking to everybody. As soon as there's like the slightest percent chance for confrontation, I physically cannot not engage confrontation. Like it's mm-hmm. a sickness in my brain. Like, like legitimately when mm-hmm. I go to therapy, like the first thing I'm going to be is like, why? Why can I not say no to an argument? This podcast is living proof of it. There's been many times where I've just been like, Ethan, you're a piece of shit. I hate you because we like disagreed about. I'm not going to lie to you. That happened to be 100% this week. The second you were like, oh, here oh goes, yeah, here goes Ethan bootlicking Tom Brady again. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I was like, I'm going to leave it. That is such an I'm gonna asshole leave it. move for me to say bootlicking. <laughs> like what else triggers a person than accusing them of bootlicking? It's just I, so like, I again, like I was sitting there. I was like, I'm gonna leave it. I'm not gonna say anything. And then, like ten minutes, later, I was like, I can't fucking do it. I gotta say something. Like, yeah, we 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 had a good fight in our in our friends group chat. I wish James could have seen it. But you know what else I love about it? The and and the the fight actually ended when when you know Lady Pal was like, I'm leaving the group chat. This is too much for me. <laughs> and I added her back, and I was like, You're a bitch. Now you can leave again. Like, don't don't be so mean. Even we're both like, Come on, man, grow grow some. Like, this is this is like a a six out of ten on the argument scale, man. We haven't talked for like a week after an argument. I, I gotta say, I do find it kind of sick that you guys enjoy arguing in group chats when no one's gonna obviously answer. Did we it's know not that, answer? It's not even that I like enjoy it. It's that it's just that when, time and place where you're ready to do it. No, it's just like when someone that I and, and the other thing too is that I don't like argue with people intensely with people that I don't either think could possibly change their opinions yeah. or are like not smart enough to argue, but like, if you're just being an asshole, I'm not going to argue with you. Like if you're just being purposely like, like try to get a rise. I I don't take bait like that. But when someone whose opinion, I somewhat, I somewhat respect, like, I don't really respect Ethan's opinion, but I somewhat respect it. Understandable. When it's something like that, like when I see them say something that I think is just wrong, that I can disprove, like, like very straightforwardly, like my body, it's like I black out and my fingers just start Mm -hmm. typing. It happens all the time when I'm in the middle of a conversation with Kendra and I'm like arguing in the fantasy football group chat. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, this guy said fucking Chase Claypool's not worth a second round pick and bought the shit on his life. It's like, what is wrong with me? It's a sickness. That's like when I see it, like, oh, I'm notorious for like, I've like literally had to stay off of Facebook because like the smallest thing. I'm like, you fucking idiot. I will end your life. And then I'm like, oh, no, I really can't do this yeah, because see, i'll because i'll spend my whole day just getting in it 
absolutely miserable. Like, and like Facebook is bad because it's people you know. That too, yeah. But like, even Twitter sometimes, like, I'll see just the worst take of all time. And I'm like, I am going to end this person. And then, like, an hour in, I'm like, why am I doing this? But I have to. But why am I doing this? Like, honestly, like, the best thing that I ever did for myself was put my Twitter on private so that I couldn't reply to people who don't follow me or they wouldn't see it if I did. It's just because I did the same thing. Like, I would get in so many arguments about sports and stuff and, in like not even like politics but like things like you know kind of tangential to that and mm-hmm. it's just like you're right like after an hour you're like this is just making everybody involved miserable and we're both just being assholes to each other there's no there's no need for this increased level of negativity there's been times though where i've gotten into like some brutal twitter arguments and at the end like me and the other party were like all right well you know have a good day like well, you know, like, <laughs> like i don't mind I, I and this is my always my thing and this is why me and Mac are very good friends why me and you are very good friends. Like I like, it's part of my personality that I like to argue and like, it's really good if we can just argue and like get it out and then just move on. Like me and Mac will have it all the time where it's like calling each other idiots and you know, you know, shitty names. And mm-hmm. like 10 minutes later, he's like, yeah, but anyways, like you want to FaceTime? Like, I think <laughs> orbit. like it's what we always do. It's just, you just get it out. You get your opinion out. Eventually, you either agree to disagree or one person's like, yeah, you made enough points. I guess you might be right. But It's like the less uh, physically damaging way of just be, of like punching it out, you know? Like, yeah. It's modern, modern fisticuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like that way, like we don't both, like one of us doesn't go home with a black eye and it's just like, well, what happened? Oh, nah, I got into an argument with my pal. Yeah. Like, I'd like to I can... think that, I like to think that like uh, in old America, if you guys existed, you would just like physically fight these arguments out instead of oh jared and i would have one of us would have died aaron burr and alexander hamilton style yeah if, duels if, duels like immediately we would have had a duel and like we would have one of us would have died high years ago yeah oh yeah absolutely <laughs> that's yeah. so crazy too i know it was a, like technically illegal back then but like you could literally be like i'm not satisfied in this argument meet me tomorrow in a field and one and of bring, us is going to get shot. And bring a gun. And then, Maybe like, both of us. Yeah, and then each of you bring, like, a friend who's, like, talks to the other friend and is like, hey, this might be a bad idea. And if those guys don't agree, then it just happens. Because, like, it's like, oh, my buddy couldn't solve it. So now, like, neither, like, and then, like, say, like, you did the duel and, like, one, like neither of you died, but, like, one guy gets shot in, like, the fucking leg. That's the sad. other, the dude who did the shooting could be like, I'm not satisfied with this. And then you have to go again. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Is that really it's how it worked? All yeah. over a bar tab. It was all over, like, it, it was about satisfaction. So, like, if you weren't satisfied in your duel, like, in, like, your argument, you could just go again. <laughs> wow. Sometimes, well, they, like, I think... mo- apparently most times, like, they didn't end up shooting. But, like, if they did. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I think that we might actually have to resort to a duel to settle the uh, the Ethan versus James uh, oh. Pokemon Arceus beef. Oh, I thought we were moving on. From which my... is no. running in the streets right oh now. I've been God. waiting to bring it up because actually it's the last thing that we mentioned on uh, last week's episode. was, And it's actually kind of funny because James ends up sounding a little more optimistic about it. And I'll let you guys, you know, duke it out here and shoot each other if you will. But <laughs> like at the very beginning of the conversation... James is like, ah, oh, what do you think about it? And Ethan's like, I love it. Like, so good. The graphics are so good. Like, <laughs> he sent you a screenshot? And no, oh, James' yeah, reaction is like, 
yeah but like you always like had, like basically he was like yeah but you're like a homer for pokemon games so like you're <laughs> always gonna he always he bootlicks <laughs> <laughs> glad i finally caught like something funny that james said because every time i listen back to the podcast james has like two or three things that are funny that i just you can clearly tell i don't hear in the moment because i just move <laughs> fast and i'm like god, god damn it that was funny probably like the 80 80 chance of it not being funny so let me just yeah, there's only an eight percent chance of like the funny thing happening from your side, but like when it does, and it's it's okay. I'm not. I don't know if I'm built for this. I'm not really much of a debating person. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I like to instigate. You I don't know, like to argue. No, we don't do. But it. it I, I, I. We've we discussed this before. But I think our chemistry is perfect. Like we don't. It wouldn't work if all three of us were trying to have a debate. Like me and Ethan. Me and Ethan don't like. It's not like a debate show for us. Like we, I don't yeah. like bring topics for us to argue about. <laughs> But like, like just, in this case, yeah. I'm just I'm just interested for you guys to dis- discuss okay. your your All opinions right. on Arceus. But like, I, I think it's good in the moments where me and Ethan are arguing for you to like say something funny or say something stupid. So just just to give some context, so I said I was like already kind of obsessed. I think I was like about like ten hours into the game at this point, and I said like I was like I was like I'm obsessed. Like I I'm just like running around and catching Pokemon and just having it a black an absolute ball. And uh, James like, oh, I had a feeling. Um, we both agreed that, like, this should be the style for the future. Like, the open world concept. Um, he said he's enjoying it a lot. And then we go in <laughs> to talk about, like, how they can adapt this for other games. And I was like, yeah, some people were talking about doing, like, a Legends game for some of the other regions. So, like, Legends Gen 4. Five, which was the black and white, black and white, black and white games, yeah. Um, and then like we, like James was like, oh, like I heard that like like, most people didn't like that generation. Um, and I said like, is mostly because I think that one they focused on the story more than like developing new Pokemon and things like that. And then then James goes, I think the game definitely has its issues. But fans seem to be optimistic for once. And I was like, what fucking issues? Like, at this point, James had played, like, an hour of the game. Yeah, well, that... <laughs> I was like, what there's have you something, seen? Besides- there's something about the way that James cues it up, too, where he doesn't, like... He insults it in the most passive-aggressive yeah. way possible. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, and that, that's what I mean. People will be like, oh, James is playing... I'm like, no, James says whatever's on his mind. It's just, like, sometimes it sounds nice. Like- this is the best <laughs> way to describe how James, like, will, will hand you a slight. Because James is a wonderfully nice person, but he will tell you when he disagrees with you. Just he says it in a very funny, subtle way. He'll be like, yeah, like, I can understand why a person like you would like this game. <laughs> it's just not for me. It's like the point... You, you hear it at first, and you're like, oh, okay. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's not even like I do that intentionally. I just don't want to be an ass about it. But then I kind of <laughs> just comes out like. <laughs> All right. It so it would be better if you were just blunt about it. But <laughs> So then James said, I, I was, he said he needs to play more before he gives any more opinions. Yeah, that, that but was. I, got receipts. But I was like, I need to know why you said I, that. Because I already, I already gave the opinion. At right. That point, I was so. like, <laughs> you've given your opinion. I need to know why. Like an hour in, you already think it has issues. And so he said, uh, he's got to wait on. He's not so super sure, but he said repetitive tasks for the Pokedex, which is the way to track catching Pokemon and like their information. Um. Mm. But that might just be early parts of the game, and the wild areas feel empty. So, 
<laughs> so like well the wild area that i haven't been in areas i guess i've only been in well one. so the whole game point. is an open concept game james is like route one's kind of shitty this game sucks <laughs> and like to to mention like the first time you go to the wild area they only put like four pokemon in it so that oh, you just yeah, it's the first yeah. wild area. no no because it, it's it's enormous but you're literally like on like the first patch of road and they have you just like catch three pokemon to be like all right look you learn how to do it and then you go back yeah. to the town but like i don't know I, when you when i read that i was like what the fuck were you expecting like them to just be like hordes of pokemon like right in front of you like they're everywhere i don't i don't know I, I didn't i didn't mean empty in the sense of like the pokemon in the area i meant empty like inside like it all just seems empty's not the right word it seems like it just all is the same like it, there's not a lot of variety in the land that you're exploring i don't know it just seems like there's just a lot of just open we have to like do a twitch stream of the podcast sometimes because People are being depraved of Ethan's absolutely snide fucking facial remarks that he makes during all of these arguments. Whether hey, it's or James, it's so perfect. Like, it's the reason why we have such good arguments on the show because you're just like talking to Ethan and you just see him and he's just like furrowing his brow. Like, hey, I'm talking English right now. It's like, oh, I guess, I, I guess it would have been nice if they had a couple more towns and stuff, like developing towns. And no, things. I get that. Yo, I definitely agree with that. I, I didn't like it was just one. I was like, come on. It's just, I'm I looked still, it up. Yeah, I'm still only like, I actually, I'm maybe like 20, like 18 hours. Like I've, I've only got as far as like the second um, ritual Pokemon or whatever. Like the, I forget what it is, but like I, whatever like the second one is, I, I haven't done that one yet. So like that's as far yeah. as I've gotten. But like, I do wish there were more settlements. Like they, they give you the the respite stops, like the the little camps you get yeah. in areas. But I, I definitely agree that there. I wish there was more. And I think there's rumors right now that DLCs are coming in April. That's I when think. I. That's when I return it. Um. Yeah. That's when. That's when James <laughs> sells it back and then buys it back again. Uh. See, I will say that, like, as someone who just played the newer games recently, mm-hmm. the Sword and Shield ones. That is probably my favorite thing about the game was that, you know, I like the Pokemon and stuff. Obviously, you have to have good Pokemon to support the game if it works. But the t- the level of detail in the towns for Sword and Shield, I thought was just it's fun. The the, the, oh the mushroom God. glow in the dark. I was town. just like, about yeah, to say the mushroom. James cool. and I, like James, we spent what like an hour just fawning over that one town. Yeah. And like just just like the path to get there, you have to go through the, uh, the like the the glow, the what is it like the fluorescent forest and they, yeah, yeah, and like you you it's interact with like the mushrooms and sometimes like you get an item, yeah. but sometimes it's a Pokemon. Like oh, it's just like yeah, that yeah, was cool, beautiful. But yeah, that that's that to me is like the thing because I, I I remember Sinnoh was a, a really cool map. They had, like a beach city and like an mm-hmm. industrial. Like it would have been cool just to see if they have the developing versions of that as opposed yeah. to just. I get like that they they started from the very beginning. Like, yeah, because Jubilife is a city in Sinnoh. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's like Jubilife Village, so there's only like it's like it's tiny. Um, what would have been really cool, and I again I haven't played the whole game, so this actually might happen, but like it would be cool to see the village grow as Over you, time. like right, like like what what's it? there's other games that are like that, like where you 
like as you progress in the game and you come back, you it starts pe- that yeah. people end up like migrating to that area and it, like it gets bigger kind of thing. Yeah. Well, um, the camps would have been cool like that. Like every time you set up a camp and then you progress, then it starts yeah. to become like a little town. That'd Can you imagine be... if you started like each city? Like yeah. that would have been really cool. Um, just out of curiosity, what would you give? So, Jared, what would you give? Uh, Sword and Shield from one to ten, and Ethan, what would you give Legends so far? Because I don't think you can say. It. Yeah, I, I have to buy Legends of Arceus. I honestly kind of want to do it this weekend. If Kendra's not going to be using the Switch, I might. Mm. But, um, I I would give Sword and Shield honestly. I, I would give it like a nine and a half. Like it was, wow. it, it was a very very. There's nothing I had to complain about. I mean, we've discussed it before, but I think all of the ease of access kind of things that they added like the xp share and, mm-hmm. and some of this yeah i had no problem with that. i didn't feel like it ruined the integrity of the game but i thought it made life easier mm-hmm. i yeah. thought that the storyline was good i thought that the graphics were good i thought that the like i said the cities and towns development was really awesome mm-hmm. um what i'm really interested i i, I know that you you asked ethan to uh that's no, okay. We don't have. Cars, we don't, yeah. we no, don't I'm have actually. To. I'm wildly interested in your opinion. Yeah. Yeah, because you never uh, really yeah. have a Pokemon opinion. I just want to know what you guys think about the graphics because that was like the biggest point of contention between the two of you. That Ethan, Ethan's initial reaction was like, "I am really impressed at how the graphics ended up relative to the mechanics of gameplay." I think in Legends I, or or in Legends, yes, hmm, okay. right. And James, James was like. I've seen, you know, James is in the crew of like people on Twitter that were like, I've seen games from 2006 that look better than this. <laughs> did, did I say an opinion about that? I forget if I had like, an I don't think we talked about graphics. graphics actually, but I will say, Breath of the I, Wild. I remember we had a Breath of the Wild conversation. Did. So people like that's, that's, just, that's just a Nintendo thing though. I don't think they really yeah. care about graphics. James, like James and I have like agreed on this in the past where po- like Pokemon fans are the worst people in the world. Like it's, it's like yeah. Star Wars and Pokemon are just the worst fan bases. Like, for, for like two of the most successful franchises in franchise thing history, like the fans just absolutely fucking hate it. Like every single no matter time. what, regardless. Yeah, like so people like when Sword and Shield came out, the idea was you're gonna have like an open concept in certain areas, like the wild area, um, whereas our Legends Arceus, the whole thing is essentially open concept. Um, yeah. um, but right when Sword and Shield came out, people were like, oh, I mean, this doesn't look as good as Breath of the Wild. And then now <laughs> Pokemon Arceus comes out and they're like, this, uh, they're like throwing, showing like a standing on a hill comparison of like Link on a hill in front of Hyrule and like your character in front of like Hisui or whatever. And like, my my argument is still to this day like who cares like, well it's just like I, I i that one game had good graphics yeah. <laughs> like, other games have had good graphics like my thing about pokemon and again i haven't played it so like my opinion is very underdeveloped about this but my opinion about pokemon when you're talking about the the open concept one and the the mechanics of like being able to throw balls at pokemon so basically you know, I just think about it from like a programming perspective because that's like my background. Like when you have to be able to program at any point, your character can throw balls and engage in a Pokemon fight. That does kind of, if your whole entire, every aspect of the environment has to be able to play with those mm-hmm. like functionalities, 
then you're probably limited. You can't make it like this beautiful concept thing that you can have when you're just walking around, like mm -hmm. in the city. And then when you get into action, yeah, all this graphics are Zelda, like and you don't blurred have out. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, like one of the people like, oh, there's a lot of clipping, like graphics clipping. Uh, where I like about, I don't care about stuff like that. I could not care less if my character's arm phases or clips into a tree sometimes couldn't care less because you know like i would rather like they make the game mechanics great and i don't know the debt like the developers don't lose a week of sleep over making sure that like a there's a certain amount of water particles when you hit the water or something like like those things are you you're even like not even pokemon but like shooting games people are like i'm shooting glass right now and it's not spider webbing it's just shattering like okay yeah. Play the fucking game. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> well, I will say though, it's like it, it doesn't get old. Like, it's it's when you play it, just just the um, just throwing the pokeball every time is so satisfying. Like, just being able to run around and just throw it, like as if, like that that is really cool. And I I, I like that they've like, I don't know if they've increased the catch rates on the pokeballs, but like, the pokeball, like the base pokeball, is useful. Like, no throughout what. the game. Yeah, like, as far as I've gone, like, I'm still successful with the... And, like, they've added where, like, you... Like, so you, you can throw Pokeballs at wild Pokemon as long as they're not, like, they haven't detected you. But if you're behind them, like, if you hit them from behind with just, like, a base Pokeball trying to catch them, it, it knocks them off guard and it increases the catch rate. If you're trying to battle them and you throw, your, like, your team Pokeball at them from behind, it, like, knocks... It, like makes them, them right? yes stalls them around so like they don't hit you because it's like you caught them unaware like um and like they kind of did away with the dynamax um and like uh, mega evolved forms and just added in the alpha pokemon which is just like a better stat level and just like bigger in size which what is better than that just like an extra large jigglypuff like it's just the coolest thing so ever. can you get an alpha pokemon of any 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 Pokemon in the game has an alpha, except for the legendaries. What about um, like starters that you can't catch? You can catch every single starter, all all three starters in the wild. Which that is, is hands down. And see, that's where I think that we all apparently would disagree with some of the purists of the game. I think that there was something to be said for starter Pokemon being more valuable because you couldn't catch them, mm -hmm. but they're still starter Pokemon, and I still like right. that you can catch them. Like they're still valuable to me, even mm -hmm. though you can catch them. And they so they they shiny lock the three originals that you get from like the oh which one do you want to pick thing. So like you can't soft reset to try to get like a shiny one, which you could do in uh, Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond, Brilliant Diamond, yeah, um, whatever. Brilliant With your starter. So you could shut, yeah, you could you could soft Spam reset it. for for shiny poke your shiny starter, but you can't do it in Arceus. But you can catch an alpha shiny starter in the wild. Who figured out that if you restart your game enough times, like five hundred times, you can get a shiny starter? That's, that's been going on for years. Um, it, you it's, are crazy, yeah. but um. Apparently, actually, just like kind of keeping on the starter thing, the hardest, the the rarest Pokemon apparently in the game is um, Shiny Decidueye Alpha. So Decidueye is the final 
evolved form of Rowlet, one of the starters you can get. Yeah. Um. So and like, so f- someone did the math, and if you don't have the shiny charm to get to find a shiny Pokemon in the wild, you have a one in four thousand ninety two chance, and then you have to multiply that by the odds of finding like an alpha decidui in the wild and then like your odds of catching it because they're harder to catch so like someone someone did it did that and like the so to take it from just like finding a shiny one finding it in the wild and finding it alpha and then catching it it was like a one in a million chance like i i love that stuff like it's just so interesting to me can you breed alphas or is that only you can only catch i don't know because in my from what I've seen, like you, James, you know, like and J- Jared, you probably do too, like the Gigantamax thing from shot, like Sword and Shields, like oh yeah, that was give him that right. That was like a special thing. Well, before before the DLCs, like you had to just find it in the wild. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I think it's the same idea where like you can't breed it, but you can find them at least at the moment, That's right? Cool. Um, but I mean, James, I'm 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 still interested in what you what you've you've thought so far because I've kind of talked a lot on, on some things. Um. I like it. One one thing that I and this is just with all Pokemon games recently, and this is just my only like fierce opinion about it. But I just like sometimes I wish they would just get rid of all the Pokemon and just had like 150 new ones. I know yeah. I know that's not you know that's not doable at this. No, point I totally agree though. Because how many how many birds can you make or how many dog Pokemon can you make? You know, but it is cool. Like it's cool to have 150 brand new Pokemon, even if they're all like mm-hmm. regional forms or something. I just miss that of like the original. I forget. Thing. I can look. I'm gonna look it up while while you kind of keep going. I, I forget what the last region was that did like the most amount of original Pokemon. I feel like it I had think to. it would probably have to be Sinnoh or Black and White. I think it was. I think it's Sinnoh, but I don't remember which one got criticized for not having a lot. So here's my 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 last question before we kind of move past the Pokemon topic. But mm-hmm. really, I, I'll let Ethan answer too. But I feel like James kind of hinted at this earlier. Do you think that the game would have been better served if they had waited and developed it for another six months to a year? Or do you think that that's I, not worth it? I think just the way that their game company works, they don't, I think when they kind of have a product, they don't really go further than it needs to be. I think it could have used more time, but I doubt that they would have even, even if they had more time, it would have came out drastically different personally. Mm-hmm. But I, I do, I do think it needs more time. I think if I had like a few more years or just a couple more years and they actually mastered it, I think, yeah. But I. Because Game Freak's like, always like that. I don't know. Yeah, I go back and forth because people say, like, will say to Game Freak, like, just take the time and come up with a, like, and to develop a new game instead of putting out one every year. But I will say this one wasn't a year production. They've been working on this longer. Yeah. Um, it would be nice if they did take some time. Like, I, I think they could have fixed a couple things in this game. But we're it's also... Good, though. It's oh, fun. yeah, and we're, we're also lucky, too, where we're in an era now of, like, gaming where they can just do real-time updates if they want to, like, fix something now. Yeah. Um, well, which... I guess the reason why I was asking is because, like, I, just by the, the groundbreakingness of this game, like, how much they've changed in the mechanics... I didn't know if there's a balance between, yeah, you'd like them to develop it longer and make more new Pokemon and make more, you know, detailed cities and towns, Mm -hmm. but also is it so 
is it so much heavy lifting? Like you said, this wasn't just a year long effort. This was a multi-year effort and a big undertaking from a programming standpoint is would it have become like a GTA six situation where you're just waiting, just you know, Pokemon years and years and years and years for a new game. And it's like, Hey, yeah, you know yeah. what? Actually we would have taken like the 75% version, like two years right. after you started developing it. Right. Like, yeah. I, and I always, so I always speak from the experience of a kingdom hearts fandom fan where kingdom hearts two came out. I think in like 2006, like I, I think I was like six, like eight when it came out. Um, the first one came out in like 99, but two came out and then they put out some like side games. It took 13 years for kingdom hearts three to come out 13 <laughs> years. Yeah. And like it was supposed to come out for PlayStation three. And then because like the um the Unreal uh, Unreal Engine oh. was like brought into yep. the game, they were like the new the regular gens can't hold this anymore. They had to push it back to PlayStation Four. It came out our senior year of college. That's what I mean. Like, do you yeah. is there a point where you can almost overdevelop a game where it's like yeah. you miss your target people, audience, you miss your window? People fucking hated it. I loved it, but like. I mean, I, I knew it had its problems. Like, I, I enjoyed it for the fact that I waited 13 fucking years for it. But, like, I mean, I would have taken it 10 years, like, eight years well, earlier. I mean, there's almost, there's also the thing of where it's like, when you wait for one game for 13 years and you know that they spent 13 years working on it, you might not consider what you're talking about where they had to kind of redevelop it to fit the Unreal right. Engine when they moved up a generation. You're thinking, you know, the average person is just thinking they spent 13 years in a game. So right. this thing better, you know, blow me away, you know, be the greatest game I ever played. And then when it's only like a, an 85 out of 100 or something, it's probably better than that. But, you know, if right. it's only like an A and not like an A++, then maybe yeah. you're still disappointed. And like, that's like, I will say like Game Freak doesn't get the same benefit of the doubt that Square Enix, who makes Kingdom Hearts, does. is Because like Square Enix also makes Final Fantasy. So, like, they were putting out Final Fantasy 12 through 15 while developing Kingdom Hearts 3. So, like, and it's the same person who leads the project for both games, like, both franchises, um, Tetsuya Nomura. So, like, no, that's Pokemon. Sorry. Um, my, no, yeah, Tetsuya Nomura is, uh, is Kingdom Hearts. Um, so, like, I, Game Freak doesn't deserve the same benefit of the doubt, but... Um, oh, real quick, Jarrett. Um, yeah. So James, I did. Uh, I did want to say one thing. So yeah, I, I kind of want to. It's like I want to keep talking about it, but I know it's no, no. no I, one more thing is I. Yeah. One I mechanic. Wanna I want to see what you think because like the mechanic that I'm really enjoying. It, it's like a little tedious, but like I like yeah. the crafting. I think it's fun. Like yeah. I and I like that they give you the option of buying or crafting like you don't yeah like yeah you don't, don't have to one. craft it what do you say no i was gonna say they don't force uh right but money's money's hard to come by at least so far in the game maybe I've, at a certain point there's always like a hack to those i'm sure i mean as far as i've gotten i've gotten like the most i've gotten in a review is twenty four thousand pokey and oh. like you have to catch about 40 pokemon with about 
like eight being new ones that you haven't yeah. seen before. Um, but like, yeah, it, money is definitely harder because it's no battles really. I do like the crafting because they, they make it simple. Like they don't they don't make yeah. the materials impossible to find, which I think is good. no. That was and like the regular pokeball is it, it's so easy to make, and then like yeah. the great ball is just like an an additional thing. But like once you get the next area, it, it's just more frequent. Yeah. Um, which I, I like, and I I like the the star system. I like that. Like as you develop the Pokedex, like you get more things. Yeah. Because um, it's the same idea as getting more gym badges, you know. But like, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that just because. Really. Of, I I just don't like how repetitive it can get. That was my only thing. But mm -hmm. it seems like after the tutorial part, it doesn't really. They don't really drill it as a core thing. Yeah, and I I like that they've moved away from because like catching one just to complete the pokedex is fine but i like the idea where you're developing the pokedex you're not even you're not like completing like studying it. the pokemon you're literally making it yeah like yeah. i like that idea um I, i'm gonna step away real quick you guys uh wanna take smooth transition post there always sorry so anyways oh. that weather man raining and, and oh sleep. yeah oh boy did you, did you see it yeah i guess I, I, I did i'm seeing something <laughs> it's so smooth. I love, I you know, Ethan's in host mode. One day when we when we finally blow up, there'll be another level to the podcast that we can finally kind of. It'll be great when we finally. I you know I have big visions for the podcast. Obviously, like we're gonna gonna yeah. get famous to some degree. We'll finally we'll get a little bit of money. We'll be able to open up a studio, and then we'll really really send it. Once we like fully commit to it, I feel like we'll have so many more. So, so much, we can go so much more in, you know we what I mean? Like a live, we can have recording too and sh actually show. But I even just mean like with like the topics and stuff. Oh, like, you like can really, push it a little further. you can really take the top off. You're like, Hey man, we're not working anymore. We're, we're going for this. So like, you know, we're not worried about what the employer thinks anymore. Yeah. You can start that now if you have some little edgy. Well, you know, I said it for a long time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, well, I actually see this is this is kind of an Ethan topic, but I'm actually interested to get your opinion on this because yeah. so on, you're not on this off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> One minute, thirty seconds, right? But, no, but I, you're not on Twitter, but you're like on Instagram and stuff, right? Yes, no, not so much lately, but yeah. Did you did you get wind of any of the Tom Brady retirement like post drama? The only thing I heard was that he didn't shout out anything about new england was that that was a was there anything else or that was the main of it so so that was kind of the main thing that i was talking about so yeah. you're like a you're a great example of like not a i wouldn't say a casual fan but you're just like a a run-of-the-mill patriots fan like you're not like a big nfl fan you're probably becoming more of an nfl fan because we're in a dynasty league now but like yeah you're a patriots fan you like the patriots you're a big tom brady fan obviously you're talking about watching man in the arena and stuff yeah like what's your initial reaction when you see or when you hear about nine pages of retirement posts you know five of which are thanking the bucks trainer and the guy who sweeps the floors for the bucks and the guys who provides the bags of chips and the waters and you know just neglects to mention the, the 20 years you spent with the patriots curious honestly i i just wish it's so hard to determine what oh, the root is 
because like I, I just wish I knew why. Like I don't know if it was like someone else that handles his his publicity. I don't know if it was him. Like until I know why, I guess it's hard. But if it really came from him, I would say that yeah, that's obviously well, he's dynamic on it at the very least. There's oh, yeah. no way you're posting anything to his. Well, accounts. especially him because he's very careful with what he puts. Of out course. Of so, but yeah, yeah, I don't. The intent, I guess, is. I don't know. Do you know why? I, I just, I don't really know, like, the dynamic. Do you have any idea why that could have been? Or? So, my, so, obviously, when he left New England, he had a, he had his own, his own post. Um, and he thanked New England, said, you know, he grew up here and stuff. But not grew up here, but, you know, he, he raised his kids here and all that stuff. Right. And a lot of people have said that that was kind of his version of the, of, of thanking oh, New England. Oh, that's interesting. That's when it's fair. But, but. Yeah. What I think is probably the case is so there is actually, you know, in terms of the NFL transaction wire, there has not been any official. The Bucks have not submitted Tom Brady to the reserve retired list, which you do when a player retires. Yeah. That could be because he is going to make $15 million if his contract is still active in the Super Bowl. I'm not even sure if that's completely true, but that's a thing that people are speculating about. Okay. But also, some people think that he might you know, leave the Bucks in free agency and sign like a one-day contract with the Patriots and retire as a Patriot. He may not do that because I think the way that things ended with Bill Belichick especially probably were a little more terse than he would have liked. But if that's the case, and that's why he doesn't mention New England, you know, for the entire message. And, right. and it's like a little thing. It's like, oh, yeah, like it, it, even if he doesn't like – I think there's probably like a 20% chance that he signs a one day contract and retires a Patriot. But honestly, like there's a lot to be said for the fact that he spent his entire career in new England. And not only did we give him his start, but obviously they, you know, he, Tom Brady gave the Patriots their status as a franchise. Like without Tom Brady, there is no six super bowls and there's no, the Patriots are one of the premier franchises in the NFL. Tom Brady kind of, and obviously there's other factors, but Tom Brady, was one of the biggest people to make that happen. And the fact that after 20 years of playing, your team is like, hey, you know, we're not totally sure you're still going to be good. We're going to move on from you before it's too late. That's kind of a slap in the face, especially to a guy like Tom Brady, who's very loyal and had the whole deflate gate thing. But I think there's also something to be said for the way that the Patriots have always done business was to build a complete team on offense, defense, and special teams. And they committed their cap to all three of those things. And that usually meant, even though Tom Brady took a pay cut for a long time, usually meant not having a premier offense. They had years where they had they had really good offenses, but they you know weren't able to sustain them at all times. And when Tom Brady left, their receiving core was terrible. Mm-hmm. They they missed on the Nikhil Harry pick. They spent a second round pick on Mohamed Sanu, and he was terrible. Um, and he went to Tampa Bay, where it's like, okay, Gronk is back because Gronk is more willing to play in Florida than New England, which is somewhat reasonable. Um, you got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown comes over. You have a couple good running backs. Not that the Patriots didn't have good running backs, but it's also like he was allowed to kind of swing his dick around in Tampa Bay. And he was allowed to be the, like, like he wasn't treated like in New the, the biggest difference was in New England, he was treated like one of the 53 guys on the team and nobody's above and nobody's below. And, and Bill's going to, you know, bitch out anybody that, makes mistakes and everybody's expected to maintain that level of perfection. And they mentioned the documentary. There's a thing where they, you know, it's almost like the higher you get, they want to kind of squish it down and keep you humble. Cause that's the Patriot way in Tampa Bay. He's 
you know, all the social media star, you're getting drunk at the parades and stuff. There's no worries about your appearance and they don't care about Alex Guerrero who was kicked out of the Patriots facility and they don't care about any of that stuff. And they're like, dude, we're just happy that you're here and you brought us a frigging championship. We're like, we'll kiss your ass right now if you want. So honestly, like if, if he wants to retire a buck and he's grateful to the bucks and, and he's done, then it kind of upsets me a little bit, not much, but it kind of, you know, stings me a little bit as a fan and as someone that loved him for 20 years, but he's got all the right in the world to do that shit. So I was like annoyed with people and like lashed out at people like right away. Um, I like, I want to get off the bat. Like people were mad at me for like still being a fan of Tom when he left new England, which I guess I get, but like I grew up with watching Tom Brady, like my life was the pay- like I was never a big baseball fan was never really like a big basketball fan my family's hockey but like they want they didn't win the Stanley Cup until I was like 13 so like I there wasn't like a lot of success until what a spoiled statement they didn't win the Stanley right. Cup until I was 13 such a exactly Boston thing. yeah and like it was just I mean obviously that was an unbelievable moment and like but no I know what you mean yeah like from as long as I can remember like my sports moments have always been Tom Brady. So when he left, I was I was like obviously really sad, but I got it. Like the better receiving core is there, whatever. Um I wasn't a fucking Bucks fan. Like I was just like I hope he's successful. I don't want to see him go out and be Joe Montana in Kansas City. Like that's oh. all it was really. Like what you say James? No, I said oh, I was just like Yeah, that. like like the most forgettable <laughs> 2 years of a great career ever, just horrendous. Which he accomplished. Yeah. He was able to be one of the very few yeah. old QBs who finished their career, you know, with the same note. level of dignity that they, you know, had in their prime. But it, it's definitely very valid. Yeah. So like, that's kind of where I was at, and then I was like satisfied with like the, the the you know the Globe article and like the posts on on the like online where he kind of like thanked everyone. And and then, like, when he came back to Gillette, and then winning the Super Bowl was, like, really cool to see because it's, like, you know, he, he kind of, he got his little, like, you know, fuck you to Bill. And, like, not even, like, the fuck you to Bill. It was just, like, Bill got his two as a defensive coordinator in New York. So he'd already had a couple Super Bowls before. He, obviously, he wasn't the head coach, but, like, he'd known what it was like to win one on his own, essentially. And then, like, now Brady did, too. So, like, like they, they each got their, like, legacy kind of like a lone super bowl that they they contributed to right and like like you're doing fine all you're doing okay without right and like i'm like i was you know obviously last year was a disappointment for the patriots overall but like i've been excited this year watching the patriots when when the bucks came to gillette um I, i know like it wasn't like a disappointment like we expected it to be bad but like I, and it's sourly. Anytime you get right. eliminated, it's sour. Right. And like this, I mean, like uh, last year, I meant as in like the cam year. Sorry. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So like, and like this year, I, I had every, like we had no, I, no preconceived notions about making the playoffs. I was just in, like there for the ride. It was just so much fun just watching Mac like be successful. Um, you know, he had his downs, but when they came, like the Bucks come to Gillette 
and like the the interviews where Tom is like, you know, I, I my life was here, like my kids were born here, like I'm gonna be back here, like this is like, and like the you know like the the thank you to the crowd, like that that was just like it brought tears to my eyes. Like Belichick when during the interview they were like, how did you uh, what did you think about uh you know Tom going to the Tampa Bay and Bill was like, wouldn't you have gone like <laughs> like uh yeah. and like. I thought that was like the most honest we've probably seen Bill in forever where he was like, dude, they're like, they had a great core. Like, why wouldn't you go there? Um, I think there's just like two types of, I think all that stuff is completely reasonable. I have no problem. Like, I think that you're, it's wrong to shit on people who are Patriots fans, but like support Tom Brady, like wanting to succeed. Mm -hmm. I think the Pats fans that are like rooting for the Bucks are kind of pathetic, but if you're just rooting for Tom Brady, I have no problem with that. My thing is, I kind of lost my train of thought, to be honest. But. No, it's fine, because I, I was going to say, like, and people can probably be like, oh, what, what's the difference between, like, being a Bucks fan and, like, rooting for Brady? But, like, I wasn't watching every fucking Bucks game. It was just, like, he was playing a big game against the Saints. I was like, oh, like, I also just love football. So, like, I watch yeah. most football games during the weekend. That's true. So, like, I remember what I was going to say now. The the only other the only other thing that kind of s- sm- what's the past tense of smite smote smoted. Let's go with smote. Oh, smoted. I the like smoted. The only thing that smoted me as a as a Pats fan was I we we've talked about the man in the arena thing a lot, and honestly, like I didn't even finish it. I need to finish it. I don't know if I'm I'm, I'm I might be up to date, but like. There was like two or maybe even three episodes where a lot of the episodes were not very complimentary of New England at all. Like, mm-hmm. and I get it. Like, I understand that Tampa Bay was more fun. Mm-hmm. I understand that you had a great time in Tampa Bay. Also, I would say that it's a little bit different having a two-year dynasty than a, you know, 20-year dynasty. You have to mm-hmm. do things differently to maintain one of those versus the other. Mm-hmm. But the way that him and Gronk have like, two or three episodes worth of interviews where it's like, yeah, I mean, it was really hard every day. And in the media, it's like, I get the boss media is annoying, but like, and, and you know, obviously deflate gate played a part in that. And yeah. that was like really out of our control. And there was some stressors regarding that, but it's like, you, know, you See, won fucking six Super Bowls here in yeah. 20 years. Like, I it wasn't that bad. I haven't seen man in the arena yet, <laughs> but like I, from what I've seen, like those point, like I've, I've seen that. And I was, I always kind of took it as like, when like, the the thing in New England is always ignore the noise, like ignore the noise, like just kind of play the game. Like I feel like they, I feel like that's them being like we were ignoring the noise and it was fucking awful. Like like the, <laughs> like I, I just think about the twenty years of not just Deflategate but like Spygate and like the, just like people f- like fucking hating New England, like hating New England. But also and, that's there's a some level oh, where that's fun facetious, that, yeah. because. But but also like it wasn't just the Patriots. Like obviously yeah. Bill Belichick was a big thing that people hated, but mm-hmm. people also hated Tom Brady. Oh yeah. Like yeah. that's like such revisionist history that that I think is such bullshit because there were so many people that throughout history for the past 20 years were like, fuck Tom Brady, Tom Brady's an asshole, mm-hmm. he's weird. And now that he goes to the Bucks, and I admit that he's much more fun. The social mm-hmm. media is fun. It's funny to see him drunk and stuff and let loose a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what a 180 that we've all done to be like. Oh, Tom's awesome. Everyone loves him. He's the GOAT, which I'm glad he gets that recognition. Mm-hmm. But for the freaking first 20 years of his career, that was not what was happening. People thought he was 
people thought he was the worst. He was like like Patrick Mahomes, right? You said you don't want not even like Patrick Mahomes. Like Patrick Mahomes is more like than Tom Brady was because you think so? The Patriots were like the because they were so good every year and they became obnoxious and they got accused of cheating. Literally, we were the Yankees, and we none of us see that because we're all from New England. Just oh no, it's true. Yeah, but that's how other NFL franchises viewed us, which is why. You know, other Bill's teams, still being stained with this in Tom. Yeah, I get yeah. Tom's not, but it's like crazy. Other teams' greatest players, like franchise players that they loved that were veterans, would like go on to waivers and just like, be like ah, I'll go to the Patriots and see if I can win a Super Bowl. Like people hated. Like we were the Yankees. It was just like, oh well, we we were the Yankees that didn't spend any fucking money. <laughs> but there was also a big thing where it was like veterans would come play for the Patriots like Reggie Wayne. I remember it was like, damn, Reggie Wayne, Hall of Fame receiver coming to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. He got, got cut from training camp in like three weeks because the Patriots is a hard place to play. Like run you, Yeah, they run you ragged in practice and it's no, you're not getting coddled. Mm-hmm. And that's why. I, you know who did that, like it and I wish he had gotten a ring with us was James Harrison because he, yeah. he like fit he right in. No, he was the Philly mm-hmm. year. Yeah, that no. was that was yeah. Twenty four, twenty sixteen. Twenty. No, the early though. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. No, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Twenty seventeen. Sorry. Not paying twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. James Harrison. The yeah, he ended guy? up on waivers. Yeah, and he uh, we ended up losing that Super Bowl. Hold on, sorry. That was a heartbreaker. I, no, go for I, it. I would honestly right now bet like a hundred dollars. That's not true, but I definitely could be wrong. I'd bet a hundred bucks right now because I know I'm right. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. He had a good time in New England, bro. He had a sack in the Super Bowl. How old was he in two thousand? Old. (laughs) What? I'm pretty sure he sacked Big Ben when we played them in the AFC Championship. The Mandela effect of this right now is blowing my mind. I'm telling you, man. Oh wait, so hold on a second. This is why this is blowing my mind. Mm -hmm. He retired. In 2014. I think he, he ended up back. He did. In Pittsburgh, He signed right? and back then... with the Steelers later in 2014, a year later. Not even a year later, a month later, I should say. Mm-hmm. Then he signed a two-year extension. What? Mm-hmm. And then he got, I think he got cut, and then he ended up falling into waivers, and we picked him up. He was released by the Steelers mid-season, and he signed a one-year contract with the New England Patriots, so he basically just played the, the wow. Was yeah, he retired good. right after that? He had a, yeah, he was fine. Yeah, he, I think so he's... How old was he? Is, is he defensive? He was old. He was a defensive back. Um, but, like... Old. So, like, Ethan, I... that is so crazy. I literally cannot believe... The, 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 the number one search result is, did James Harrison play for the Patriots? I assume it's everyone who's just <laughs> as befuddled as I am. But Patriots wow. legend, James Harrison. <laughs> I love James Harrison. That Me that too. Steelers uh, t- 2011 Super Bowl play that he had the 99 yard return. <sighs> I uh, so like back to just like the the Brady Patriots thing. Like I don't want to harp on it too long because every fucking media like that was the thing that upset me the most. Like I didn't even care. Like, and I told you, Joe. Like I didn't care that he didn't say anything about anything because I. I personally was satisfied with like how kind of things ended and just like where we were and I've moved on. Like I'm like, I'm a Brady fan, but like Max, my quarterback, I had a great time this year. Like I've just, I've moved on. So I, I didn't need him to thank anyone really. Like I was just, (laughs) I 
was so annoyed because one, I had to talk about it with people, and two, because like it's all the 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 non fans were taking it as some kind of fucking victory lap, like against, laughing at it against six Super Bowls. Like, oh, he doesn't like you. I, who fucking cares? Like, we won six Super Bowls. Like, I no, I, you wouldn't I, care I, if if Tom Brady came out and said I don't like the Patriots. You would care. I genuinely don't think I I could die. Like, not die today, because that wouldn't make any sense. That'd be, that'd be like a lame excuse. I could never <laughs> see another Super Bowl for the rest of my life and die happy. No, We've I know, seen, but like, it, I just, it wouldn't power it at all for you if Tom Brady was like, I hated playing for the Patriots. I hate the Patriots. Like, fuck them. That wouldn't sour it at would, all for you? James, it, would it sour it for you as a Patriots fan? I think I think him, even even if him not saying anything and even him saying something just shows that there's some level of care that he still has regardless like to outwardly say it because you don't hate playing for a team that you were 20 no years, right? and like he's he you said but yeah but so yeah it would be times kinda, like I, the I patriots would, if you hated playing for it would any hurt franchise, no it, it would it would probably hurt yeah like but i hated uh, ethan like, the just, most out of all my fans imagine um i just i thought it was i understood people who felt a little upset about it but, but that's as far as it should go. Right. That's what I, I that's agree what was pissing there. me off was the people who were like, why didn't he talk about us? I'm you're, like, not, you're not entitled. Like, no. I, I agree with that. We're not yeah. entitled. But I also think at the same time, while we're not entitled, yeah. I think anybody that says they didn't read that post for the very first time mm-hmm. and scroll through online pages and just go, huh, that's kind of I have kind to of say, odd. I have to say I still haven't read it. <laughs> I was I, I saw read nine it. pages. I'm like I'm not. I didn't read it, shit. so I I literally skimmed it. I skimmed like the first couple words of every paragraph, and it was like to the Bucks trainer, to this guy, to this guy, to this guy. And then after I scrolled through all nine pages, I was like, God damn, there was not a single mention of to my, anybody involving New England. Yeah, my head was kind of where like he wasn't retiring from the Patriots; he was retiring from the Bucks. Yeah, so yeah, like, I've heard that. but not even that. Like, and then like I was also kind of like. <laughs> There's going to be a Patriots Hall of Fame ceremony. Like, there's going to be a jersey retirement. There's going to be the Hall of Fame. Like, we're going to get the, this is like, and I'm still holding out. I think he's going to be a minority owner eventually. Like, Mm. I could see, he could live in. I think he's the type to just like, fuck off. And say no, I'm out of here. I'm gonna, you know, hang out with Giselle and. Giselle oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he wants to enjoy life. his life. But like, yeah, I I think he's a nutcase though. Like, I don't think he's. I think he's Built too free. crazy to not be involved at some point. Not now, but I think like Maybe. eventually he's gonna have to like. Whether it's even if it's not even the fucking Patriots, I think he has to get himself back into football. Like, there's just so he's a nutbag. Like he's crazy. So, do you think? Where do you lie? Do you think this is a like a publicity stunt to try to hint that there's something down the line no. with the Patriots? I think Either he was some saying sort of ownership or something, or do you think this was just a, a goodbye? I think he the... was saying goodbye to football into the team he was on, and I think we just we got our goodbye. Like I, I yeah, I think it would have been did. weird if he repeated himself. Like I. Not repeat himself, but this is just like a way no, to lead into like, Patriots, oh, I'm still. All he has to say is, in Patriots Nation, thank you for giving me my start. I'll never forget the 20 years we had together. Two sentences compared to the five Bill pages of Buck stuff. The greatest of all time, though. So My thing is, if and, and, and we can move on from this because yeah, there's yeah. two other small things I wanted to point out. We beat this to death. But mm-hmm. I just think that Brady doesn't do anything 
not intentionally. Every single thing Brady does is intentional with very much thought put into it to the very fine details. Except for that Every one s- time he posted about eating ass on his uh, his Instagram. I don't Did remember he? that, but that is it really is funny. very funny. But like, I don't think that that I don't think that the picture he posted being from when the Bucks being the beating the Patriots was a coincidence. And I, I don't weird. think I don't know if I believe that's that game because it's snowing in that game and it did not snow when he no, was. No, it was it was that game. They was there's other pictures. Yeah, it was. Hmm. But my thing is, I just don't think that he does all that. I think that hmm. there was a point. I think that, and again, I don't even think that this is necessarily like wrong for him mm-hmm. to do. But I think that he was slighted. It was a, it yeah. was a slow increase from the Jimmy G drafting to the talk about, you know, Belichick had press conferences saying that, you know, his quarterback was growing older and you had to be prepared. Mm-hmm. The way that they handled letting him be a one-year, you know, contract and enter free agency, all that stuff bit him in the ass and he mm-hmm. kind of wanted to give a fuck you back, which yeah. to me, as a, pa- as a Patriots fan, a bit of a fuck you. Not a yeah. lot of one, but a little one. And I, also, at the same time, I can acknowledge that and acknowledge that I'm a little stung by it mm-hmm. and also yeah. say he's not necessarily wrong for having that reaction because I also I in position, I probably would do the same thing because yeah. I'm an asshole. And like, I don't know if I like, I think I kind of like it. Like, I, I like that him and Bill like chip at each other. Like, I think that just means private. that you're more of a Brady fan than a Patriots fan. Well, but I, I just like that, like, because I've always liked that Bill will chip at people in the like the most subtle but de- like deliberate okay. ways. So like, I feel I don't, even like whether there's animosity or not. Like I kind of like like even if it like the picture of him pointing. Like I, if it's him being like Bill, like I got you. Like fuck you. Like yeah. I. Like, oh, I get it. I get it. it. It's just I don't know. I. I even when like the the Wicker Sham stuff came out again, again, like you said, like we're beating it to death. But like when the Wicker Sham stuff came out, when he was still on the team, and like there, you know, there was dissent between Kraft and Belichick and Brady, and like whether all that shit, like there's, I you think don't, it was true. You don't work together for twenty years, and one have problems, and two like they re- like as long like they respect each other, and that's fine. Like it's but it's not only just working together; it's. You are two of the you're you're maybe the two Just, greatest people yeah. to do what you're doing, and also there's no you know at the same time there's no two positions on a football team that are more directly mm-hmm. impactful to winning Super Bowls than head coach and quarterback. So you're right there. It, it's almost and that's the reason why there's never been anyone like Tom Brady, and the reason why Aaron Rodgers has had this nightmare fiasco end. With the Packers, which has honestly been ten times worse than how it ended, Patriots. So when I get into that, how about for that fucking last dance, motherfucker? Like I, he's out of the Packers. He retired. Oh no, his last dance, motherfucking ass, is gonna end up back in New <laughs> in Green Bay this year, and it's gonna be for nothing. You I hear that he might be going to Tennessee. Tennessee. With, I've heard Denver with, with the new owners because like, so Denver, they're Denver on sale. Denver was a very big rumor because they also hired um uh what's the guy's name? Uh Denver coach. Oh, I know who you mean. Oh shit. Is it Nick? It's not Nick Sirianni. No, it's some uh, guy with an E. No, Nathaniel um the offensive coordinator for the for the uh Packers. And they hired him as their head coach. Oh, so Yeah. So there's that connection. But also they just they had a report released out which sounds like it was drafted right out of Aaron Rodgers' camp. Mm-hmm. Saying that he's building a home 
you know, the old QBs moving slash building a home mm-hmm. in Nashville, where and he's also said that he's open to playing on the Titans. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a you, football fan, that would be very fun to watch. If you play this out a little bit, the Titans were number one seed with really no one really kind of understood why they have a good defense. Mm-hmm. They have a good coach. Um, they have Derrick Henry, who, again, my theory, and I think has been proven by Tom Brady himself, these older quarterbacks like playing with older skill position players. Like they want to prove that old guys can still do it. So I think that Derrick Henry thing would work well. You also have AJ Brown, who my theory is if the Packers, because the Packers will probably still franchise tag Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. even though he wants to leave him free agency. If they do franchise tag him and he holds out or whatever, then, you know, Rodgers can be like, hey, you know, you're great, but A.J. Brown's really good too, and I'm going to make him, you know, the best receiver in the NFL. That would be very interesting. And the AFC is, there's a lot, the only thing that kind of goes against that is there are so many good teams in the AFC now with the Chiefs, (laughs) the Bengals. As much as, like, he just, I've never, I used to like Aaron Rodgers. I thought, like, he was was cool. Yeah, a little bit. We're we're almost there. Um, But, like, Fuck it you. would be cool if he was just like, you know what? Like, I know I'm still that dude. I'm going to go and I'm going to, like, just flex on all these young kids. Like, I'm going to go in the AFC and I'm going to win the – like, he probably won't because he's not clutch. But, like, I <laughs> – Who, Aaron Rodgers? He's really not. I don't believe in Aaron Rodgers at all. I'm, he oh, looks great, though, for his regular se- Regular season. That man will get you – that will win you at the last second. You throw him in the playoffs, and he is a disaster for some has reason. He been, has he been to a Super Bowl? He, he won, won one. one. Oh, he's won one. Okay. He, yeah, that's Mahomes, – Mahomes is going – like, right now, like, they've – him and Rodgers, like, that's, like, the best thing to do. You get your Super Bowl right out of the way, and, like, you make your money. And, like, what – like, I think Mahomes will win more because I think he's more talented and is – He's going to win six, a, at least. Yeah, next Brady and Belichick. Uh, that, oh, I got a whole other rant about that. But um, I like, like that's you wanna, the way. You want to hear a great stat about Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs? In the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers was with less than a six-point deficit in the fourth quarter. A touchdown would have given the Packers the lead or the win mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Rodgers scored a touchdown on one of those nine drives, and the Packers <laughs> lost seven of those eight games. That, and then there's a great, this is why I love going in the replies for context, because there's always fantastic, fantastic information. But someone asked, do you have the same stats for Tom Brady? Great question. Using the same criteria, Brady had 26 drives in 14 games with a chance to take the lead. Brady ended 19 of those 26 drives with a lead or tie. He led 18 scoring drives with 10 touchdowns, eight field goals, and Brady's teams won 11 of the 14 games. That right there in two perfect tweets from my boy, Kinu Singh at by Kinu Singh. That perfectly encapsulates why Tom Brady is the GOAT and Aaron Rodgers is a really, really, really talented quarterback Mm -hmm. who is not great. I, I like Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. He's maybe one of the most skilled quarterbacks I've ever seen, and that's more it. like Hall of Lamer. He's fine. Oh, whoa, whoa, like I that was the as like a Brady fan. That was a really cool thing about 
seeing him go to the NFC and like not only did he like win a Super Bowl on his own, he went through all of the guys who are like supposed to be his competitors. Like yep. he beat he beat uh, Breeze, he beat Rodgers and then beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Yep. Like it couldn't have been less cheap. No, like there was no oh the AFC East is the easiest thing to get through to get to the super like to get the buy in the playoffs like it was everything that like was criticized for him and I think like that was when that's why besides like the cool things like oh he was drunk after the parade or whatever but I think that was when it, it, even after six Super Bowls people were like oh the AFC East Bill Belichick like he went somewhere and was kind of like, like he like slapped his dick on the table and was like exactly. I like you can't stop me. Like and gr- same thing with Gronk. <laughs> Gronk was like, I lost a hundred pounds, and like I can't like hit people the way I used to, or get hit the uh, way I used to. But like I can still prove that the much. He he still needed Brady to win. So true. But like I, I, it, I think that's that was like he's Brady's tight end. That's all right. That's, yeah, that's a great yeah. legacy. He's a, he's one of the best tight ends of all time, and he's Brady's tight end. But still. I think he, still- he Tom went the Kelsey more route. Than Gronk oh yeah, no, but but I'm saying like he went the Kelsey route where he didn't have to be as big to like, he, he, you're not a blocking tight end anymore. Like he, yeah. that was part of his legacy was he was so good at blocking while also uh-huh. being untouchable with the ball, and then he kind of went to like Tampa and just ended up being a wide receiver. Um, like I don't know, it, we'll get off football, but um, oh. I'm just I'm just. It's sad to see Brady go. I am very excited just for the future of the to league. watch him leave. Yeah, like it's a beautiful man. Nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I the league's in good hands. Like we we've got Mahomes to watch, to just and Lamar and and Josh Allen. Um, so, for, ugh, fucking Rogers. So get that old man the fuck out of here. Get get him out of here. Yeah, we're sick of him. <laughs> I hope Jimmy gets a nice team where he can get himself a little little. Uh, third contract and retire in peace. I need I need Jimmy to to go to the Buccaneers and just fulfill their real life ex wife you know current wife storyline. It's just that would be so, so funny. <laughs> speaking of speaking of being in great hands, I will finally transition out of sports so that James can speak once again. Nah. Um, yes, we are right. officially in good hands in the universe because it is the greatest time of year. It is a special time of year where you look on the street corners and there are young girls in Girl Scout uniforms who are waving you down to to take all of your money, to take all the cash that you have on you, and you say, yes, please, and I'll come back with $10 more to pick up two more boxes, sir and ma'am. It's Girl Scout cookie season. (laughs) That was the weirdest way to introduce that. Well, it literally happened because I was like looking on the street corner. I was like, "What the fuck am I looking for?" Well, so it literally was a street corner. I don't don't know. I don't think the Girl Scouts do that very frequently, but in Clinton, they did. I I was driving by. I forget where I was going. I was going to get coffee, I think. And literally, I saw them with the sign that said "Girl Scout Cookies," and I like did like a cartoon, like, 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 (laughs) and I was like, I literally was like, "Where are you guys set up?" They were like down by Sunshine Cafe. I was like. Oh, that's also big representative Sunshine Cafe. Like <laughs> that one is of our future advertisers. Amen. Yeah, we'll give them free ads. No way. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. No, no. I say yeah, that's a free yeah. ad. That we're happy one of the say. very few. The very they've few. given us the best breakfast so many times. They absolutely deserve a free oh, ad. Yeah. Great service, great everything. But no, but so I went down there and I literally was like, "Yep, I have twenty dollars. I will take four boxes of what um, though." Yeah. What's your order? I need to know. Yeah. So. 
my typical order, and I I liked one of the flavors from last year, like a specialty box. I don't think it's back. It might have been like Snickerdoodle or something. But my typical order, if I get four, is two Samoas or the uh, caramel delights, whatever they call them. Both. Um, one. I think Samoa is like the the store brand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, one peanut butter patty or a tag along, whatever. And then uh, one of the Thin Mints. Mm-hmm. Just just one, two, three. Not yeah, a Lemon Drop fan, huh? No. Really? I hate, hate, hate artificial. Not even artificial, but like lemon dessert flavor. Like a lemon cookie. Anything lemon really? cello. No lemon cello. No lemon anything. I like, I'll take like. Meringue? Water lemon. I'll take, no, no lemon meringue pie. I don't want a lemon mm-hmm. anything. I don't want wow. lemon. I, I actually like lemon meringue pie. I'm not, like a, I'm not a I'm lemon a big person. lemon dessert guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I need my dessert to be either sweet or chocolatey Ooh. or What about key that, lime? No? Key lime pie, yes. Absolutely. Key lime. Very, very good. Yeah, but that's sour, though, too. It's different, but, though. I will give him that because, like, lemon, lemon desserts are usually made to be sweet. You just get that, like, like citrus flavor. Like, key yeah. lime, is, it, it's bitter for a reason. I think the lime mixes with the sweet better than the lemon does. That's my take. There's also a difference between lime and key lime, which I've learned recently. Yeah, I didn't really know that, but I, I kind of yeah. assume. You know, I guess like the you know like the little limes, the ones that are like this, like like I'm I'm saying this big. This well, just give us like a thing. give us like a circumference. I don't know. Uh, like a, like a silver dollar, like a half dollar. You know, like the the thing. It's about yeah, about that big, like about an inch. Um, like, Six that's millimeters. A, that's a key lime. The like the regular like the ones that kind of look like limes, like uh-huh. the, the like look like lemons. I mean, are they only grown in the keys? Is that why they call key limes? Uh, yeah, because regular limes are just aged lemons. That is oh. fucking crazy, right? Yeah, like that. Like that changed my mind. Like changed my world when I found out that like regular, like the, like you go to the store, you see like the big ass limes. Like yeah. that's just an aged lemon, or like a non-aged lemon, or something. Don't you hate those moments, like when you're old and you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. I could have went my whole life without knowing that, but I that's guess like now bell I pepper, like bell peppers. I don't even want to know. Well, you know, like, to... there's red, yellow, and orange bell peppers? Yeah. They're just aged green peppers. That, that's, like, a thing, right? Like, uh, yeah. I remember the earliest thing I knew was, that blew my mind, was that raisins were just dried up grapes. I was like, they're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. They're not the same fucking thing. Because they're, like, this big. And then yeah. you've seen a grape. you got to, like, take a bite for it. And then it's, you get yeah. a raisin, and it's, like, a snack. I hate it. It, 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 I don't believe. I don't believe it. There's no way. It's like uh, yeah. craisins makes, are unbelievable, though. I love a good craisin. I wonder if uh, people would taste the same if you aged them like that. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I wouldn't know. People would taste the same. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, nothing. We got onto raisins, and James asked if people would taste the same if you aged them. <laughs> That's a good question, and we should investigate that. That'll be episode, what is this, episode nine coming up? Episode nine will taste some people yeah. like the Bogman. Well, the he bog. didn't know. The Bogman didn't taste people. He was tasted That's by a, a ferme- he That's a fermented person. Oh. <laughs> I, feel, I, I still feel bad to this day that I kind of derailed your story. You were so happy to talk about the Bogman. I, I mean, we spent off. like Dude, 10 is, minutes on the Bogman. This is my life. Every, every week, I talk about the Bogman. I get shit on. I talk about my butt cyst. I get shit on. Dude, All I do is try to provide content to this program. And these two men who I'm trying to earn a living are just, you know, ramming it down my theoretical face. That went. Oh. Thank you. Come on, man. 
That's, that, a, that's a, a family two out of ten. podcast. I really crashed that plane. <laughs> like you could not have landed that less smoothly than I did. I can admit that. I was gonna finish it for you because I knew where you were going, and then you went the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, hard right turn. Um, I I, I know we're kind of wrapping up because we're we're almost at our time here. But uh, one thing I did want to bring back up because I I was even gonna ask you guys if you wanted to participate in this after uh after this recording. I know James is just dying to not you know be done with us, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, not be or to be to, to be. be or not to be. That is not the question. We know what nope. James's answer is. Um, yeah. So I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, sport, football's almost over. Sports will be done. MLB is locked out. Like we'll be forced to not talk about sports. Like that's why I have to get Arceus so that we could just actually have some content. Um, but so one of the like recent pleasures that I've had in my life that has come back that was kind of dormant for. I want to say like six to nine months, probably that we've participated in recently is Fortnite, mm. where, you know, it was very popular for a very long time. Like when we were in college, it was like at its height. Mm-hmm. I remember like we had a ton of nights mm-hmm. when I was like a sophomore or junior, where like, you know, seven to 10 guys would be in the living room, you know, everyone drinking one guy playing Fortnite solos and everyone like cheering them on and shit. Um, and then, like, at some point, like, after we graduated, it got, yeah. you know, kind of more catered towards kids and, like, mm-hmm. weird stuff. And they went in some weird directions. And my, always, my reaction and, was always, what the fuck happened to this game? <laughs> yeah, it was very, it got very busy. And I don't know what made me start playing it. Like, Kendra recently started playing it with Brandon, and then they invited mm-hmm. me, and I was eventually, like, doing it. And they really have reverted back to some simple, you know, gameplay fighting-based things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not too much like goofy shit. There is like a dragon that like you know walks around. See, and, like, I didn't mind it. like the missions and stuff. It was just like when it got to the point where it was like there's gravity launching me into the air and there's a yeah. mountain. I was like, I don't know what the fuck it is going on busy. anymore. <laughs> yeah, so so it's 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 really good. And and I've been playing a couple of my other friends have started playing again too. So it's it's just kind of back and and it's mm-hmm. like it's a very it's just so unique because. There's very few leisure activities. I don't even know if I would call it a leisure activity that like get your heart so jacked up. Like, mm-hmm. cause, cause you know, I play with me, you know, my buddy Banks and we are like, he's very good. I'm pretty good. And we do duos and we're like in the top 20, pretty much every game mm-hmm. we played yesterday and we won two in a row and we almost, we came like literally 20 damage from winning a third one in a row. And it's like, it's fun, but it's also mm-hmm. stressful as fuck because, like, you have like one day where you play and like you absolutely suck, and it's like, damn, man, we suck. Like, this is yeah. Working. It's like a casino. you know, I still never won a solo before. Solos are hard, Ever. man. It's really hard. But I will say, we do have a potential alternate teammate coming back officially to the United States. My college roommate is coming back to excellent U.S. Um, he's an unbelievable Fortnite player. So he's Matt. I'm not. I'm gonna say his name. Fuck him. Uh, Matt so, Person. Well, no. Now that you said Matt, they'll be able to track him down. That is a <laughs> yeah. very specific name. <laughs> but uh, he's actually he plays on the PC. He uses his laptop for it. That's just sick. Um, See, all the he, best, all the best players play on PC because, the like they always explain, it's like it's you know with the console you're you're doing a lot more coordination than PC where you're just clicking on people's heads. It's much mm-hmm. more intuitive. I remember I saw this dude who was playing on PC. He must have had like a 
like an aim bot on, but like it's just him in uh, in squads. <laughs> there's like 15 people left, and he's just like uh like just kind of ramboing it, and he's like, I'm gonna take out your whole squad. And he's just like, Bro, I don't even think that's aimbot. Like people on PC are crazy. Oh my god! But it, like it his was audio was unbelievable. He's just screaming. He's like, Fuck you! Fuck you! I'm he, taking all y'all out. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, living up to his his screams. There's so he much won. adrenaline and, and like associated with, especially like. When you get down to like you're in duos and you got six people left, oh. it's like you know, like like it, it it really. And then like there's moments where, you know, there's like three people left and your partner dies, and it's like, mm-hmm. all right, you got two people. And that's where we were in our third game. Banks went down, and I had two people on me. I knocked the first person, and I was like, oh my god, there's one person left. And the guy came right up to me, oh. and we both jumped, and I hit him with my gold pump shotgun. Mm-hmm. And like it gave the victory thing, and I was like, "Yo, we just got it!" And then I died, and it was like they won, and I was like, oh. "And the guy had twenty health left." I was like, "Oh my god!" And it would have been three Ws no back to back to back if we had done that. How about the but, night? I think ugh. it was probably like uh, early podcast. Uh, the four, like the four of us, with uh, played one night. I think we like in squads. We won like four or five times. Yeah, we got it. It was it was the most unbelievable night of Fortnite. I've, I, like I think we've like like all of us had like at peak. least a couple kills. Like we were going off. That was I I don't think I can ever recreate success in Fortnite like that ever again. That was unbelievable. But so, yeah, I do agree. Oh, James, yeah, go. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, I was. I'll ask after. It was it was a quick question. You say your thing now. Uh, so was it about play- sports again? It was Come about on, Pokemon, man. Pokemon sports, Pokemon football. <laughs> <laughs> they play football now in RCS. <laughs> they just fucking deck you. Tom, that, that's they actually do. Tom Brady's uh, return. He was hinting at the NFL league. The worst, it's not the Patriots. Sorry, it's not the Bucks. Inter- it's Pokemon. Just to interrupt really quick. <laughs> the worst part about him retiring is not the, the, the no Patriots thing. It's not anything else. It's the fact that he's going to start talking about NFTs, and it's going to make me so sad. Oh, my God. It's gonna is, he, is he talking follow. about that now? Sad. It's it's not even even the NFTs thing. It's it's gonna be like the Tony Robbins Mm -hmm. life positivity. All you need to do to succeed in life is believe in yourself and send me three easy payments of fifty one ninety nine, and you will be successful, guys. Anyone can be the greatest ever. Everyone can do it. Look, my wife did it. She's the best model of all time. You pay pay fifty (laughs) dollars, and it's like step one. Drink more water. You're like, oh, fuck. Step two. Here's Alex Guerrero's email. (laughs) (laughs) Step three. Be a bazillionaire and marry a bazillionaire. There's going to be some sad New Englander who's like, I could use a turnaround. I like Tom Brady. Yeah. Step three. Your baby mama, your first baby mama is a successful actress. Your second one is the most successful model of all time. Like, And, And if you follow those three easy steps, you should be pretty happy. Yeah. Thumbs up, mate. Oi, bro. Oi. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> we've had ourselves quite a night this evening, fellas. Yeah, bro. We'll play, play us out, bro, with some uh, showtime go time, eh, bro? All right. Recording yeah. stop. Ooh. Uh... Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's more like it. <laughs>
Showtime, go time, it's the big prize. Press. Go long, boy down, get them rings now. Yeah. Tough mind, strong ties from a small town. Press. Small fry, keep trying for your small town. Your time, go time, it's so small now. Yeah. Yeah. Have pride in high, grown strong now. Sharp teeth, yeah. big round, all the poles start to count. Yeah. Bring out the gloves. Jungle, jungle, love, yeah. It's jungle, 